Hello, and welcome to the Running Centre podcast. We are very excited to bring you a three-part series. In this series, we speak to Zoe Dunn about her perspectives in primary school, high school, and as a current university student. We hope you enjoy. Hello, and welcome to this today's episode of the Rennet Centre podcast. My name is Trudy Smith. I'm the manager of continuing professional education. We have the wonderful Zoe Dunn with us again. I've got the university version of Zoe with us. If this is your first time meeting Zoe, perhaps you could tell us a bit about yourself, Zoe, for this audience. Sure. My name's Zoe, as you already know. I'm 19 and I'm currently a university student studying science at Sydney University. So tell me about your university program. What are you studying? Well, I'm doing a Bachelor of Science and a Bachelor of Advanced Studies, which enables me to do two majors. So I'm currently majoring in Physics and Biology because I couldn't decide. (laughs) I think it's, as, as a woman who's not scientific at all, I'm stunned already by that. Is there one that, that you love more? Or you oh, just no, love, I can't. Love? Um, it's, it's often a challenge for me because I love learning everything, nearly everything. So it's a challenge for me to choose between yeah, things equal loves. Well, it's wonderful that the university system now allows for these for people like you who can't, you've got a foot in both paddocks and, yes. and you can choose. And I understand that you're a DL scholar. Yeah, I am. Yeah. So what does that mean? Um, well, it's provided by the University of Sydney and it, it's, it's an enriched learning stream that's for gifted students and it means that we have more opportunity to push ourselves and to do coursework that other students wouldn't do until they graduate. That sounds like you. It's, it's increasing the pressure and the load on you. Is oh, there things that you have to achieve or expectations you have to meet? Yeah, um, we, I, have to, I have to get an average of 75 in all my coursework. So, yeah, it's a challenge, but I can do it. So. <laughs> of course you can do it, yeah. But it sounds like you mustn't have much of a personal life, so if you're studying oh, a lot... I, 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 do, I, I, I do struggle to maintain a balance between university and personal life, so that's something I'm working on. <laughs> I think it's important balance as well. Yeah. Clearly you love science though. Tell me why. Oh, I love science because ever since I was a kid, I've always wanted to know why the world worked and how it worked and explained phenomena and I was always intrigued by that, so I, I naturally gravitated to science because it provided me with those answers and I just love understanding the world around me and, and people and every like why things happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, making sense of the world. Yeah. yeah. No, I can understand that. I'm sure there are a lot of people who share your un, you know, un, love of, of finding and learning as well. I imagine though your hearing loss must have an influence on how you engage at university. Can you talk to that for us? Yeah, sure. Um, the university, they've been really supportive of my hearing loss. They, when I was talking to disability services, they said that I, I had the option to attend lectures or not to attend them, but either way, that, that they'd be captioned mm-hmm. later with the recordings they provide. So I can just turn on the caption and listen yeah, to the lecture. Yeah, that's really supportive. Yeah, and also lectures. When I did go to lectures, they, I give them my FM and they understand mm-hmm. what it is because disability services have talked to them about it and made sure that they, they're okay with using it. And mm-hmm. That really helps me. Absolutely. Do you, get, do you have note takers? I do, lectures? yeah, that, that too. Um, so I get people who go to lectures for me and write notes and then I'm giving them after the lecture and that really helps because 
obviously writing and listening is harder for someone when they're hearing loss. Absolutely. But I really appreciate how it's Yeah. Do you, in terms of assessments, do you, are there um, reasonable adjustments they make in terms of time, provision of time, provision of a scribe? <laughs> it's actually the reason why I'm, I went to Sydney University. I've, I've been to other universities and they were saying, oh, this is not a school. You might not receive the same support <laughs> that you received in the HSC. And I knew that wouldn't work for me. So when I went to Sydney and I heard that they were going, you, you can get more support if you need it. We're willing to do anything for you. And I was like, great, that's really that's good. fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, what a great situation to be in as well. So are there problems at all in lab work or tutorials, do you find? What's the environment like in there? How do you manage that? Um, tutorials, I struggle to hear because yeah. it's, you know, like a classroom environment but it's everyone talking all over it at once yeah. so I find that hard um so I have the option not to attend tutorials in some units of study so for maths for example and I don't attend the tutorials but I'm provided with a what they call a to describe mm-hmm. so that person helps me outside of tutorial times and helps me with the coursework helps me go through the tutorial content with the hope that then they can help me in the final exams and describe sure. my exams because we've built that relationship over the semester. Yep, yep. Oh, it sounds like they've got a really powerful set of supports for you yeah. as well. Is there anything else that you, more that you would want or do you feel like you're really appropriately supported now? I think I'm, I think I can't complain. I think it's really good. And, and especially since they've also provided me with a lab demonstrator. Mm-hmm. So someone, because I've also got cerebral palsy so I can't be expected to do the experiment myself. That would be a danger yeah, to myself and others. But you should still participate. Exactly, and, yeah. they, and they understand that. So they, so they hire someone who is my personal demonstrator, so he, like he's my hands in the lab. So I can just tell him to pour this chemical into that chemical. <laughs> no risk of explosions, we yes. promise. That's great. And is it the same person each time? Um, they, they change for different units. So people, so they hire honours students and PhD students. So the people are really mm-hmm. aware of what's going on in the lab. And they, they make sure that they're knowledgeable in that area of science. Sure. So they're already safe. They know the provisions yeah. as well, which yeah. sounds fantastic. A double major. What are you going to do with that at the end of your, your university degree? Oh, well, I'll have to choose. <laughs> I'll have well, to you cho- have to choose. Yeah, I'll have to choose what area I want to go towards, but I, my, my end goal is to do scientific research in some description, whether it's biology or physics, I have to decide. But yes. You don't feel like you've got one pulling you? Not yet, but I guess that's what university is for. Yes. You get to know what you want to do. Oh, well, when you know, we want you to come and talk to us again and tell us what you've decided because we're all going to be waiting to see which one pulled you yeah. in the direction as well. But it sounds like you are beautifully supported, which is great. And because you're so, I think, grateful and, and so good at articulating what you need. Did you feel that like you still have to advocate for yourself at university now or are you, it's all offered to you? Um, no, definitely advocating for myself is an important key because university, it's much less personal. Mm-hmm. It's not that same school environment where the teachers care for you and like, you know make sure that you're okay. It's much more professional, I'd say. Sure. So they, they expect you to advocate for yourself and 
to tell them what you need yeah. and then they can help you. They're, they're more than happy to help. Yeah. So it's really setting you up for your professional life, isn't it? Definitely, yes. Yeah. Oh, it sounds like you, you're doing well. You've got an exciting future. So all the best with your studies. Good luck with that maintaining the 75% thank you. average. That sounds amazing. And thank you so much for spending some time talking to us today. Oh, no problem. Thank, thank you. you. A huge thank you to Zoe for speaking with us. If you have any questions for Zoe, please feel free to contact us via the Short Courses website or the RIDBC Renwick Centre Facebook page.